Welcome to Montucky Skies. I'm Biggs. I'm Alex Wolf. And I'm Alexa Prince. So we got Alex, Alexa, and I'm an Alex. This is crazy shit. This is podcasting history right here. Oh. The, the AAA, we could put ourselves in the phone book and the, the yellow AAA. pages. That's right. We'd be the first ones. Under that's podcasting, it'd be like, hmm, what's that? Mm, AAA <laughs> podcast. Well, that's easy enough. Yeah. I'll call those guys. I'd say I feel like it would nobody would ever call in Montana, but it's starting to blow up, so it's largely my fault in Helena. <laughs> in Helena, yeah, yeah just because okay. I've been everybody I know. I'm like, hey man, you should do a podcast like over and over again. <laughs> it's because you've got the corner market on the top with AAA, so you don't even have to worry about. That's right. That's why <laughs> I got like, and plus the phone book thing doesn't really work anymore. Not really, I, don't I don't think. think. Yeah, because nobody nobody looks. People just at the use phone, phone book. books to rip in half as feats of strength. Nobody actually reads them anymore. I don't think. Oh yeah, that's a it's good. Because my generation doesn't use the phone. <laughs> that's why. Mainly why. Because Messenger exists. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. just don't. It. What's a phone book? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one interesting thing about phone books: the only reason I hope they don't necessarily go out is when people go through garbage to find out things. <laughs> Like a, like paleontologists, but for I don't know anthropologists or whatever, when they're going through certain years, there's like this layer of phone books that people throw away every single year, and so they can tell what year the garbage is in by the layer of phone books and the dates oh. that are in them. Yeah, it totally wow. just like separates it out, like no going back way. to like the seventies. Wow. So. No, that yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, so. Imagine that layer right now, because they make just as many phone books, but nobody uses the phone book. Yeah, they're oh. really pristine then. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're really well kept. <laughs> they really like we know keep all the beer They're still bottles. in the plastic. They're just right <laughs> <laughs> in the bag, the stupid yeah. yellow bag that you're like, oh, thanks. It's already in the garbage. It's just ready to go. It just goes from doorstep to garbage. <laughs> Clunk. Pink. In the bin. Okay, so you're you're here doing work, right? Like you're in Montana doing work. We're working on all sorts of random things right now. Um, it's mostly just post production. Uh, we we shot a few things in Missoula, and we're kind of hustling a little bit. Uh, mo- most of the work is in Missoula. There's n- really never any work in Helena. Yeah. Occasionally, there's some random thing, and it's totally out of the blue. But yeah. And the post production work is from work on the coast. Okay. So, yeah. So like we, what kind, what kind of work are you doing? Oh, can you give me vaguely? So um I'll I guess we can kind of just talk you through what happened. We um my my little red coop blew up. <laughs> right. So the one uh, that he was filling up with a gallon of water every like 140 miles. Yeah, it was, was something that, like that. Was that the same one yeah. like last time you were on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was like last summer. <laughs> You still haven't made it back since last summer? I think yeah, well, no, I was back I was back for a, a little bit. Okay. But yeah. The thing totally shit the bed. It was like uh oh it made a little pop fuzz and just everything went like, you know, emergency just all the lights came on. on the yeah. Dash. It was just like, yeah, it's just melting down. Yeah, I think I, I burnt uh, a valve or two on it and um my yeah my mechanic buddy was just like it's like pretty much put a new motor in it um which worked out for me because then he got a van yeah instead 
So that I've been like flirting about the van idea for a while. Um, you know, traveling around as a cinematographer, you're like, okay, this this might be good. And a lot of my photography buddies are do it and go to like kind of weird, you know, you go to the California Super Bloom, just hop in the van, and we can just go camp and um yeah, so that's kind of what we did. We were like, all right, timing it in late fall was kind of ridiculous in the long so we're run like, oh we have a van now we'll just pack up and start filming stuff which happened for the first part of the summer when we we're like avoiding smoke but yeah and ended up getting actual paying jobs on the coast yeah too. yeah so <laughs> we went from got the van um pretty much immediately went from missoula to bend um the to first bend, so like central oregon yeah like central it's interesting that you refer to it as the coast because well, i've been there there's no ocean no <laughs> no, no. Coast, just this is why it's kind of crazy we went to from there to eugene okay eugene, there's definitely a coast around there um shot <laughs> <laughs> i'm an oregon boy it's close you forget I mean, but i'm an yeah, oregon you boy, are so, actually yeah, okay yeah. i forgot about that yeah so um, you know how to drive in the rain yes it all yeah. felt like the coast to me <laughs> I, it's funny because when rain I'm, was terrible yeah when i'm in oregon i know how to drive in the rain and when i'm here i know how to drive in the winter Good. But like people don't know, no, the opposite. Sometimes they're mutually exclusive. Yeah. yeah, no, and that's kind of part of the rest of the story. We we went uh we went to Bend, and then we had to make it to Eugene. Um, Bend was like a good stopping point because uh it was just kind of in between not going over the passes late at night or whatever. Um, we barely make it, made it there. It's like a twelve hour drive from Missoula. It was like exhausting. Yeah, uh, we camped like in the van at a park uh by you know the little whatever the lake is there the mirror pond we were uh right there camped um first night was really great except for it we learned um real quiet neighborhood uh that if you <laughs> pop the locks New on car. the inside panic the panic what do just you do goes what off. do you do when your panic when the panic on thing on your car, alarm goes off on your car what do you do um, I reach into my, my pocket and realize that I probably set it off. So I just turn it off. Right. So you do the, like, it's an unlock, right? Or you but press the button. If you're in the car, what it's, do you do? For me, it's, it's actually a, a button that's, that's what I thought. Unto itself. It so depends. Like, Some of them, it is a lock. We're though. furtively like pressing the button. It's four in the morning. We're camped in this van and it's not shutting up and it's oh, just no. me, me. It's. And I start oh, it. I go to start it, and it goes up a frequency. <laughs> it, so I think that it's like, oh, it has the key. It's gonna turn it. It'll stop. I've had cars that have done that. Then it, it now I'm really being stolen, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so did you have to like unhook the battery? What happened? No. Uh, we did. We did finally find that you have to like it was... unlock it by the the remote. Not just hit the panic button. You just have to unlock it. So I was like hitting the panic button. It was happening. I was like, and oh, you're fuck. panicking as you're hitting yeah. the panic oh, yeah, button totally. to get it to shut up. Just shocked awake. <laughs> Long story like, short, we were so embarrassed. We drove the car around the block <laughs> <laughs> to pretend like you're somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Up. yeah, exactly. That's so, dude, then, that's so that's a move I would have done back in the days that I smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> like, it's definitely like new to van life rules. Like, oh yeah, I guarantee. Like t- it felt like I would say a week later, but two days later, if that alarm went off i've been like eh, i felt like chevy chase fine. was like like right the side it was like is this national lampoon's like f- first time vacation it's just like 
almost written out it's like pretty that. Pathetic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we went back to the other side of camp. Um, we go to take off to go to Eugene, and we're going to go over kind of a couple mountain passes, and it's drizzling kind of lightly in Eugene, yeah. and or in uh, Bend. She takes the um, the driver's wheel and uh, it's like, okay, let's go. Like bonker snow. Like just starts taking oh, as soon as we get. Out there now? Oh no, it gets heavier and yeah, heavier. This was a rain. while ago. This is when we yeah. left. So I drove through the pass and all the stupid snow and all the stupid semis. And I am, I've driven a Subaru my whole life in Montana, which is four wheel drive and quite low to the ground. Yeah. And then this is a two wheel drive. <laughs> it's Odyssey an adjustment. <laughs> I adjusted eventually and then drove like a grandmother the rest of the way. Oh, she did awesome. I was like, I was white knuckled on the side like, you're doing so great, babe. You rocked this shit. It's hard to believe someone when they're doing that. Yeah. Like muttering to myself at the same time. Am I really doing well or are you really okay? It's hard to tell. Like just cursing the gods is what I'm actually doing. I'm like, you're doing great. I'm like, stop. Get the snow. You fucking shit. That's what I'm actually doing, dude. It? Snow is the worst on the <sighs> West Coast, dude. Like when I lived in Olympia for Snot. a while. Um, so the people there drive faster when it snows. I noticed that. I yeah. thought I was gonna. I thought everyone would pull over. Okay, you want to know why? Why I found this? I can only uh, one person told me this, but it seems to check out because I asked a couple of people. <laughs> so they're told over and over again that when it, you should not be on, like, spend as much time as you can not being on the road. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, the, I wondered. So about they this. try and get off the road quicker Quickly. by driving faster. They don't know, dude. And like, it's really easy to like shake your head and be like, Ugh. but they just don't know. So this is what flashes. Okay, any kind of physics. If we were taught, in like, they'd be like, oh, well, traction, uh, oh, uh, a friction coefficient of this. You know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. It seems logical it's- that. <laughs> You slow down. <laughs> you would be like, okay, uh, have you felt ice? Have you like been like? I think people are just trying to band aid the whole trip, like get yeah. it over with. But it's actually miles, and it's not a short short term thing. Yeah, it was either breakneck speed semi trucks or people that seemed to be happy that I was enabling them to go thirty five miles an hour. Yeah, like, there were this, a few people that were di- like, "This darn van! I wish it would go faster. I'm gonna ride right behind it on its butt." And then it would go to two lanes, and suddenly, oh no, that's fine. I'll give you some distance and back yeah. up. And suddenly they're not tailgating, and then then they're right back on your butt as soon as it's one lane again. So, uh, yeah, that's so. what I was telling myself. You have to tell yourself a story when you're going really slow, like. Because either you're telling yourself the story that the person behind you is hating you so much, go faster, or you can think in your head like I do, oh, maybe they're enabled. (laughs) I have a teenager in the room over next to us who's just learning to drive. I think she just took her final test today. and uh, But, I mean, she hasn't gone to get her license yet. but. But yeah, dodge the bullet, right? Yeah. No, but uh, she when sometimes she panics when she's in the car because she worries about what the person behind her is thinking or doing. I'm like, really? Like outside of <laughs> oh. whether, like seeing if they're gonna hit you or not, you really shouldn't give a fuck what they. Think. I totally empathize That's, with that. Yeah, yeah I think, and I get it driving. too. I have my moments yeah. too. I definitely have my moments too, especially on the highway. Uh, when it goes down to the two lanes, but it's just like in the end, you have to be like, fuck you, and like Amen. make yeah. up that story that, like they can go to hell. That hesitation is what gets the accident done. I mean, I 
that's my only accident was the same thing was trying mm -hmm. to be considerate yeah. i thought of someone else and hesitating at an intersection and then and it ended up doing that thing where you dance in the hallway yeah you know, but it was with cars and so then we hit like <laughs> so, oh, failure God. to yield is how it went down and then i came off my record but yeah that's like, just you know put your foot down <laughs> just yeah, say no it's my turn and go, you know Oh, safely. parking lots are always the dumbest shit. Yeah. yeah. That's where you're like, oh, God, what's going to actually happen? I, Yeah. <laughs> we we can go on this tangent. Oh, but shit. Like, I, yeah. Anyways, anyway, the, the point being, snow driving sucks. Really slowly. Okay. We grew up doing it from Montana. She had a Subaru. I always had the rear-wheel drive but cars, it, so this is the opposite. It's also worse on the West Coast. And I, li I like to talk about this with my Montana friends, though, because what, what people don't think about is you get into a car when it's snowing. You don't have a scraper. You can't buy a scraper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you <laughs> you can't rooms. shovel your driveway because the, the snow shovels don't exist, and there's no snow it's plows, true. and there's no sand. So it's just like, and yeah. no, like almost nobody on the road has ever driven in snow or only driven in snow like a handful of times. That's what I feel like. They're, they're definitely not experienced with heady conditions like that. And w once you've been in kind of a condition type wreck or know somebody that has and stuff, it, it sucks so bad because it's like way out of control. Yeah. It's not just like, oh yeah, I can make this and I can catch this. It's like, as soon as you go out of control. You're like out, out of control. Your yep. four-wheel drive is not going to save you. You're not like going to. Yeah, chains are not. Not going to save you. You snow have tires to know how joke. to fishtail. Yeah, you do. That. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. when you break control so that when they do grab onto something, you don't go snapping back into the other lane of traffic. So basically, I'm praying and damning the gods at the same time. I handled White it. White knuckled I on the it. side. It was fine. We got as there soon really as slowly. we get down like from the like the there's this long just downhill and it was like as I, often happens at the opposite side of a pass yeah yeah <laughs> it was a straight one though you know just a yeah. straighter it turns into a luge of water which yeah. i don't know how to handle because i'm scared of oh, yeah. i can't do the water and all the and so then all the oregonians are in their element they're like oh we got the water thing yeah and now i'm white knuckling it like the snow isn't pretty anymore it's just wet like, yeah and then we finally get down the, essentially essentially with water you just drive as if it's ice like if you drive the same, I don't want a hydroplane, right? Like yeah, that's what it, I'm always. If you drive the about. same way um, that you drive on like a really icy street, you'll be fine. So in other words, like pump your brakes, don't go too fast. It's like be ready, stuff like that. Yeah, have yeah. good tires helps. Yeah, we I mean that just helps in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a good thing to have. I, however, do not have great tires, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, it was one one bummer about the. I got a little bit knocked off in the van because it, they were ho hum tires, but I didn't go in my. Now I know this, dude. Um, our last trip to Vegas, uh, we we ran over some. I don't know, like something blew out in the road, like in the middle of the road as I was driving, and I ran over it, and it knocked out two of my tires, uh, and. Poof. Or like I just popped them, yeah. So I had to, I had to pull over, and there just happened to be this tire shop, like by this diner, not that, like I, I only had to drive like maybe a mile and, oh, and got okay. there. And so I pull over into there, but they're like looking at my plates. It's in Nevada, right? They're looking at my plates, oh, yeah. and you could just see like cash registers, like ka-ching, oh, in his God. eyes. 
It was $800 for a set of his cheapest tires. Ouch. And what really sucked is I went to the diner and I knew he was gouging me, but there's like nothing I can do. Yeah. Like I don't have. He's like, oh yeah, go ahead and find tires over nowhere. Yeah. It's basically <laughs> what it was. Like yeah. there was, right, th- this was ribs. not even a city. It was just like a little, like it was like a gas station diner. A like dusty fart with place. people. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's exactly what There's it was. There's so many towns like that. Down <laughs> what that. really it's, sucked was we went to eat, and I'm just like, I know this guy's going to gouge me, but at least I got some money on this trip. And so I go in, and uh, I go walking out, and this guy's like, is that your car over there? I was like, yeah. And he goes, careful. They they love to gouge people from out of town over at that. <laughs> careful what? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that yeah. information? And I was just like, thank you. Because it was like, I totally know, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. there's nothing I can do. You're like He was trying to be nice, you know. Oh, but. sure, yeah. Yeah, you just smile and you go like, you go like. Isn't ignorance bliss? What if you're some dumb yuppie and you're like, yeah, the tire store was right there and it was that whole thing was okay. Yeah. You're yeah, like, right? thank God that guy saved me, you know? He like, said they were a thousand, but then I Then he knocked it off more. 200, you know? You're like, Whoa. But then I went to eat food and this awful person brought me real down. <laughs> you know, they like to gouge the lo- the guys from out of town. I will say the dude like reaffirmed what I already figured. I'm just so glad it- to hear a man got hurt by a mechanic. Oh, I get hurt by mechanics <laughs> all the time. Good, good. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sorry. Origin equality. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, if you were to tell me what type of van you had, I'm just picturing the mystery machine in my head because I don't know anything about <gasps> Where did I just see vans. the mystery machine? I just oh, saw the mystery Missoula machine. Missoula has uh, the oh, university. Oh, yeah, it's over by their golf course, by their university. A mystery machine. Big surprise, yeah. but it was lovely. That's really groovy. Are it they was like solving exactly. crimes? <laughs> No, that's, man, it's piked behind a fence, a chain link fence. That's the mystery. That's the mystery right there. We should solve the mystery of the mystery machine. We need to get Whitney and her Great Dane and you and I. Oh, my God. We should You want to be part of our mystery, our dr- mystery I team? Actually, I, my uh, stepmom has a Great Dane. Groovy. So, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, we could. We could totally do that. No. That, uh, okay. So, yeah, Eugene. We got to Eugene. Oh, um, yeah. And Eugene just like rained in perfect weather for ducks. Go ducks. That's oh, all I can the, say about the, the sports team, sports ball, <laughs> right? Sports ball. Yeah, um, it was so rainy, and uh, we shot a music video or started shooting a music video there for um, a band called Last Revel. Um, they're like Americana band that we met long ago, and Alexa uh, just started shooting with me on that. I threw her to the wolves, and we were like, "Okay, let's go do this." And, uh, yeah, Eugene was, was interesting. Uh, and then we had to go all the way up to Seattle. Actually, we stopped in, oh, in, um, Olympia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was sunny for was the only sunny. time I've ever seen it. Gorgeous. In my life. I mean, I was born in Seattle, but. Yeah. I've was never an, seen it, was it like shocking. that. Like, I've been to Olympia town. so many times. <laughs> never seen it like that. It was like. Beam, 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 just perfect little It looked like beams. Jurassic Park. We stopped at a park <laughs> and we <laughs> shot these fellows oh. with their instruments and they started playing that music. When the little ditty yeah. to Jurassic Park. It was, yeah. had the hairs on the back. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was, great. It was very, very uh, um, early 90s adorable, um, <laughs> I would say. It had some chic like that. Uh, and that's just, uh, I feel like uh, that corridor in between Portland and uh seattle, seattle yeah. it's just it is the it, the 90s thing is still very much a thing like when you get off on slater kenny yeah it's a it's a 
uh, what do you call it? highway exit is what it is. <laughs> and I, I'm so dead. Like I'm so out of it with certain things that I had no idea who Sleater Kenny was. Yeah. And I remember looking at that exit and just being like, why do I know that exit? Like over and over again, <laughs> over and over again. And I was just like, why do I know that exit? Why is that Damn so it. familiar? Cause nothing was familiar in that town when I moved there, except for that exit for some that reason. That might be oddly deceptive. Like a lot of people might get off at Slater Kenny thinking like, that might be it. That Sounds might familiar. be it. Yeah. 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 Hmm. <laughs> No, we get we uh can I tell you one thing that's like hilarious about living in Olympia? If you talk to anybody so I'm thirty eight. Um if you talk to anybody, I would say like forty three to like fifty five maybe. Everybody has a story about how they knew Kurt Cobain. Oh yeah. Like everybody. It's everybody such bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's such like, bullshit. I'm oh, sure yeah, some yeah. of them knew it, but like Aberdeen is where he's from. Yep. Not actually from Seattle. Uh but it's it's like five minutes away from Olympia, mm-hmm. and so they would hang out down in Olympia like that. I've yeah. heard enough to know that. But like everybody has a story, like yeah, me and Kurt. This was it's like shut up as soon as you yeah. like as soon as you start talking about like Kurt and Courtney. I must have heard some version of that story like a hundred times, and I'm like, I don't believe he was that outgoing and like friendly. Up, I've picked up a really weird habit from my father though, where. After I've introduced the subject of what celebrity I'm talking about, I'll then refer to them by their first name. <laughs> so now that, and it's not, okay. not necessarily in big groups of people. So I'm not trying to name drop. I'm just <laughs> me and David, being lazy, you know? you know, so now I'll say Gert, David Kurt. Bowie. So then Kurt goes over and does this. So even if I'm not in the story, I'll just say Kurt. So maybe, I don't know. I know they're not doing that. Yeah, no, it's like uh, by proxy, you know? And Kurt was like this. You're like, how did you know that? I'm Uh, like, oh, yeah. My favorite thing, though, uh, is when people change the name ever so slightly to, like, imply that they know him really well. (laughs) He preferred to have it pronounced Kurt. Well, (laughs) Curtis, you know. (laughs) Well, like, the example I always give is, like, Martin Scorsese. People, whenever they know him, they're like, oh, yeah, Marty's great. It's like, no, come on. You don't call him Marty. (laughs) Or Bobby, like Robert De Niro. Guys that know Robert De Niro always say Bobby. I guess that's actually a thing. I guess he actually makes it a deal. That I, he, I, he insists that yeah. they call him Bob. Yeah. It's really weird. It's like you call him Mr. De Niro until he addresses you as basically he says you can call me Bob. And then a little Bobby. level up sound happens. And, then, and a level up sound happens. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. You also have to eat a strange green mushroom and then you get a one up. Oh, sweet dude! Yeah, yeah, one extra life on the thing. That Bobby, he's the shit. He is. <laughs> he really is. Hey, have you got the green mushroom? Don't so say it until no. you do. So, okay, let's so say. Uh, we take the green mushroom in Olympia. Olympia, it's beautiful and sunny, and then we Jurassic film, Park. Film the second part of the music video in Seattle. Yeah, and then we all got it all the way up to the Columbia River. What is it? No, Columbia City. What was that? Mm-hmm. Columbia City Theater, I believe, is where, where they it. were at. And it was a cool, like, about 800, 800 to 1,000, probably. A little classic like in Seattle. Classic red yeah. curtains, yeah. Classic red curtains, for sure. <laughs> Shot there. Um, and then we uh, signed off and went all the way down from Seattle to, after visiting with her lovely friend, Trisha, just for the evening and morning. Oh, yeah. She's up there doing improv comedy with meat 
With meat? Meat comedy. Meat comedy. <laughs> it's like this improv group okay. in Seattle and it's their names. It's their, like the abbreviation is like, oh, I'm so sorry. Michael, is it Michael, Ellen, and then M-E-A-A. This is the first time I've is Trisha. Oh, and A is, I met him. Oh, is it another Alex? No, it's not. I wish it was Alex. Yeah, we'll just call him Alex. Yeah, we'll just call him Alex yeah, for now. Michael L. and they and they have this improv group, and we so we sat with them for a little bit. I miss, and then she's gonna have a show later that we'll go up to. But then, yeah, we, it wasn't much more than ten seconds, and then left. Yeah. Is this still in Seattle? Yeah. Yep. So it was like up and down and up and down and all back around. down to the Oregon again. So then we shot all the way from there. Took one day to get down to Grants Pass, Oregon. Yeah, okay. And when we're in Grants Pass, we were shooting for my friend Whitney, who's a marijuana wholesaler. And so she... So you don't remember much after man. that? Dude, vivid. <laughs> I was smoking these piney sativas, and I guess it enhances your memory. That's that's what you didn't realize. Just keep that in mind. Don't get them crossed. We met a, a, a marijuana scholar. <laughs> a marijuana <laughs> scholar? Yeah. Dudes wrote books and shit, you know? Okay. All right. <laughs> Smart stoners. They happen. I've written blog pages. Does I knew that it. Count That's as a- being a writer. <laughs> I, I guess so. I think more yeah, than yeah, me yeah. anyway. I've read a lot of descriptions to podcasts. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. It's probably like seven or 8,000 words by this point. You mean I'm like the little description of it? Yeah. yeah I feel like it, that's a niche in and of itself. Like a lot of writers that would love to write books and whatnot can't write the bio and the short they just description. Have to, they it's just such have to Achilles get heel of sorts. Like you yeah. write this mammoth of a thing, you give birth to this book, and then they ask you to make a tiny paragraph to sum it up. It's like, I watched Girlfriend Day for the first time or for the second time yesterday. And it and it reminds me of that. He's so the plot of it is Bob Odenkirk is a, a card oh, salesman. Oh, card yeah, writer. writer. Uh and uh, yeah, that just reminded me of that. Sorry. It was like That's a little real, That's a real weird movie. It's a, the coloration on it, it drives me nuts. So they've gone like the, just this heady like deep aqua blue in the midtones and everything is just so stark and unnatural <laughs> skin tone that you're just like I'm uncomfortable. My sister had a migraine. She's like, I can't even watch it. She's like, it's too blue. <laughs> My eyes are trying to correct it. I can't yeah, watch. I can't watch. She leaves. <laughs> it was like, it was one of those movies where like, I wanted it to be super funny and it wasn't, it was all right. But I thought it, it was, was funny, more, but not it was super more funny. like pointing out really tired tropes and then just having a weird way of showing that trope. Yeah, mm. exactly. And that's that was what, kind what of the, the entire was. movie. It reminded me like a long, like, almost a mr show sketch that was like they were like oh yeah, just too long yeah, yeah. like uh, too long like they were like oh what if they, we wore out the joke and then the joke was that you know like oh what if you just had that one great card that everybody loved you for that one joke it's the same thing you know comedians have that kind of like yeah i got i had my you know yeah thing um, and the- <laughs> kind of a, a famous example of wearing out the joke is in The Simpsons. They had this one episode, uh, Camp Krusty, I think. Oh, okay. Where, so Sideshow Nothing. Bob goes to like kill Bart at the camp. Oh, yeah. And oh, they have yeah. this scene where he's like stepping on a rake. 
And it hits him in the face and he goes, Ugh. Oh. And then he hits it again and he goes, Ugh. Yeah. And so, like, they're just supposed to do that like three times. It's a but, whole field of rakes, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, a whole field yeah. of rakes. So, they're supposed to do it like three times. And then they were about 90 seconds short. And so, they just kept putting in him getting hit by a rake. And it got laughs up to about 20 times. And then, like, they realized it wasn't funny anymore. And uh, one of the writers was like, put in more rakes. Do it again. Trust me. Because if you keep doing it, people will laugh as it keeps going. And it's absolutely what happens. Like, you laugh the first, like, 12 times. And you're like, oh, my God. And then, like, around the time 30, you're like, I can't believe they're still doing this. Yeah, they've got you there. You're sitting there and you're laughing at yourself. You're like, ass for still being here. Why am I still doing this? You're They're the like, one getting hit with a regular. Point. You can, and you have the fast forward. You're always watching that. Like the Simpsons. Who watches Simpsons on the TV anymore? You're always on. The, oh, do you do? Well, on Hulu. The people. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, and you still can fast forward. Those of so my anyways, friends yeah. that are watching the Simpsons still are not in control of it, in the fact that they are. It is streaming somewhere and playing in the background, mm-hmm. and they might be asleep. Oh God! Yeah, I, I'm they watching it. Not only am I watching it today, we we were watching it today, and uh, I finally you, some a lot of the time my wife's watching, so she just does not like it when I pause at jokes because The Simpsons loves to do. They'll have some written down thing that you can't possibly read oh, unless totally. you like pause mm-hmm. it. And uh, every time I do it around her, it's never a joke that's worth it. But we like. They had this script that they're looking at, and uh, it's like a script that they're reading for their grandpa, and they're just like, they know that he's eavesdropping, so they're like reading off of this script, and we're watching it, and then Homer like changes, like he's really happy because it's easy for his part of the script, and then he turns the page, and he's like, <laughs> oh, and there's all this writing, and so I'm like, I'm going to pause it, and so I go to pause it, but like... I missed it, so I had to go backwards, but it went back like 15 seconds, and I'm like, power streaming! Like, it's like, <laughs> it doesn't do well. Yeah, so, you have to wait. so I finally like pause it on the thing, and it's really funny when I read the page, but then the exact same thing that's on the page happens over the next two seconds. Oh, so it was no, just a he complete... gets to read the page. Yeah. So the one time I pause it in like <laughs> a year, they it's hid, not worth they, it. I know they, they've hidden something in it's there. That's always what you're doing with and the And they Simpsons. did. They showed you the script page for the next like five seconds of show so it wasn't as interesting it wasn't worth exactly (laughs) so yeah we we're in we're in (coughs) grants pass to to ashland is when we really and seven farms in two days that was a lot of footage so we just we're basically being a content mill for yeah so everything in that whole thing and and then also because every time we're going somewhere in the van we really stuck the gun of like okay we're in this van now all the time filming we really did even when i was white knuckling it up the pass he's filming the snow and so to comb through all this footage from the car from the shoot from the boys shoot to, to like the i seven don't know farms. if you know this about me but i like cameras <laughs> no no i got like all sorts of them <laughs> so i'm talking to the audience now but alex uh how long have we known each other i was trying to figure that out too i think it's, we've known each other since i was like since you were like 98 maybe probably i would say like 98 so about 99 years yeah 
Jesus yeah, Christ, I know. Nice. I was just like, God. Of uh, the people that I know a long time too, I was like, yeah, I've known Biggs for a long time. I was like, mm. <laughs> It is the face uh, so you made. I did. I was like, just like the way, way back was like, Denny. You know, it's been Denstas. a long time when you say, how long do you, because we're driving here and I didn't really think to remember, how long do you know this person? And then the, you, you, don't, you don't get an answer. The person just kind of goes, hmm. And then they just start thinking clearly about something that the two of you have done together just... Yeah, like, I'm gonna be honest. It's hard because there was a lot of, of marijuana involved in the past. <laughs> it's hard to well, remember, remember everything. You know, I don't have like that b- bad a memory with a lot of stuff, though. I'm even just though it, it's <laughs> funny, though, that people are like, "Yeah, it's the just the short term that's fucked. It's just yeah. the long term." I can usually pick up on things. Some some weird like girl way from way back and when was like just trying to like who I really didn't want to talk to. And I was just like, Oh, I don't want to deal with this girl. And she was just trying to like, be like, Oh, you remember this and this and this. And I was like, yep. Like, (laughs) and I do, but I was just like, I don't want to talk about that. Like this was weird kind of old past things. Let's talk about something else. You know, there's those people that are definitely just stuck Stuck in that that past. And we've never had that. We've never been like, you know, you remember that one. (laughs) So the only reason I brought it up was (laughs) I think you've always had like up until the last year or so that I've seen you, I always remember like a camera strapped around you. Yeah. Every time I saw you, you always had like a camera with one of those, I mean, I'm not a camera person, so <laughs> a giant neck, whatever you call lens. it. Lens. Yeah, that's the, lens. the word. There's I'm a lens, lens on that baby, yeah. <laughs> There's some kind of optical thing strapped yeah. to the sun. I was but, trying to think if I didn't know the lingo, what I would call it, and I would say muzzle. You know, that's but, a good one. It's a yeah. muzzle, yeah, I guess. So you, you, and they call it too. shooting, too. That's So it's really weird. Sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm going to go shoot these kids at the museum. <laughs> And they're like the mystery machines already there. (laughs) Exactly. That's the thing is that the photographer all along. All along. (laughs) He's the one that shot the kids. It's like, that's my job. Um, You would think at this point they would just, as soon as the van starts to break down, just go immediately to whatever thing's broken down and just be like, who ran this? And then they find out, and as soon as they see the ghost, you just rip off their face because you've already solved the mystery. Pretty much. How yeah. many times do you have to go through this? <laughs> it's definitely a mask. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, wait, mask. Oh, wait. Oh. Well, you got to figure out if you're in a TV movie or an episode, right? Do you if remember when they started flipping it all the time? Is this the time where we try and do the mask? But he can't. But he. I feel like within movies, Scooby Doo movies, they did that yeah, flip. Yeah, it's always, it's always actually supernatural in the movies and if it's an episode nope just somebody who would have gotten away with it if it wasn't do you remember the cartoon mask i'm just it's kind of a random the cartoon it was like a bad transformers mixed with gi joe oh they had their little teeny tiny figures with masks and they they had like cars yeah yeah i had one that was like a car that had these doors that went out like a delorean oh yeah (laughs) supposed to be able to fly yeah, <laughs> did not make any kind of real sense either. It's like yeah, it was like I don't think Seagull doors ever made sense. Like they're no. awesome. There's they're got Steve. I guess that's styles. the sense they made. That's the awesome. sense they made sense for Back to the Future too because you can hit Biff in the face with them. That's about it. Word. That's nail the him. Only time. Yeah. Nail him too. They qu- <laughs> every time Biff gets hit in those movies, he just gets cold cock. Like just he's clacked. an idiot. I think they're just trying to validate that he is 
honestly has brain damage and he's <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes seriously sense. hurt. This man has been physical his whole life, life, beaten about in fights. His, Biff. you know, his grandma hit him. So Biff, uh, now that get back in here. Biff is our president, um, we uh, were. I'm telling you that right, it hit actually. it on the and the Cubbies almost won when they predicted it. Like you know, they swung and missed on that off. one, but one, one year, year off, off. almost got classic. So. Um. Anyway, go on a tangent. Oh. Off tangent again, dude. I love tangent. <laughs> I know we're obviously going. We it's like the point is to keep us on track. We're gonna try to get through the trip. We'll eventually. will <laughs> we'll try. I don't think it's actually gonna happen. This what? is basically just a trip. Like you're describing oh, the trip. I wanted to talk about the turkey dinner though. Turkey dinner. Yeah. Oh, talk about the turkey. So yeah, we we were hosted by this lovely farm, oh. Alter Farms. They were I get farms. Uh, or is it Alter Farm? Alter Farms. Yeah. And they had a huge field of ganja. Delicious. All different sorts. And they let us camp there in the van. And then they cooked turkey dinner the next day. And we came in and had a big sleepy turkey dinner. This lady is a total boss. She runs a kitchen. As This is what I picked up from in between shooting at her farm. She's like runs a kitchen. And a huge farm at the same time. And so she's like an amazing cook and an amazing farmer. She's bonkers. It's like, I, yeah, jaw dropping cool. Yeah, she's smoking this racy sativa weed and drinking tequila while we were there telling us crazy stories. We had a hoot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) A whole hoot? A whole hoot. Uh, (laughs) And then, so we went from there to back up to Portland afterwards and kind of, um, we were there for three days, four days. Just long enough to catch cold. Yeah, and then we got sick. And then both of us got sick. Like, not like fluey, but we just got pretty respiratory sick. Um, and then came back. Um, we were going to go camp on the coast. And we didn't because we were like, it was raining so. Because it's fucking cold. This so <laughs> hard. No, well. We, I guess we just missed it by a couple of days. We could have hung out and been like, but we were sick too. So during we're like, the shoot for the farms, it was amazingly beautiful and sunny. Perfect. It was like way. nothing I'd ever seen. Yeah, we had just blessed by jaw. And then it dumped. And then it yeah. just as soon as was, it was like, done. Like yeah. this time of year is the rent cycle, and it doesn't really end until May. Yeah. It makes sense. It kind of comes off. I felt off like on. it was hallucinating when we were driving back. We wanted to go to Tillamook and we didn't make it. And we t- turned around after camping somewhere halfway in between. And then as I'm, of course, me again, driving back, it looked like the it looked like the road was going to wash out because the rail, the guard was it buckled. It from time to time. Yeah, the guard was buckled inwards towards the road and the road cement or asphalt was bubbled up. Oh. Like, yeah isn't it that was so like classic shifted, yeah and there was wet all down the hill it was so hard so we go this it night. also doesn't help they had a super bad fire season too and so yeah, a lot of tell. the time when like those trees that would be soaking up a lot of that extra rainfall aren't there because they're you know it's burnt <laughs> they're burnt to a crisp yeah. yeah no we were it was hairy because um it was raining so hard. So we went out that night. We're like, oh, yeah, we'll camp. Maybe we'll go to the coast afterwards. And there's a meteor shower going on. Oh, that's it's like, like a my really, last trip to Oregon. It's a really crazy meteor shower. And I was like, yeah, we'll go into the spot. Maybe we can go camp in this spot. And it was so hard, like torrential, this jungle rain. 
and there was no meters any <laughs> kind of pot. like oh yeah we can get these no and then we shoot back in the next day just coughing and kind of already getting more sick in portland just for that day ate a like big healthy breakfast just got the hell out and when then, you uh when you went through ben did you happen to stop by crater lake at all no you know that's a little bit more of a detour it's for the south yeah. So you'd have to go all the way down and around. So we went up north and went down to, through that way. Because so supposedly it was shorter. But now in kind of hindsight, we probably would have missed the snow if we would have gone down south. <laughs> like, hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> there was knows? fires at the time still. Oh, yeah, there were too. Yeah. So It was a bit like adventure. <laughs> There's get, rains above, fires below. and I guess this time of year they might have it shut down anyway. So Yeah. Uh, but if you ever get a chance, Crater Lake is amazing. So it's beautiful. This, yeah, it's this volcano that just the bottom of it when it erupted like ten, tens of thousands of years ago covered the bottom and then it's got this lake that filled it up. It's like the craziest blue you'll ever see. It's the second deepest lake in the world and you drive around on the rim of the volcano and you can see the whole lake and there's like this island that popped up that itself is a little volcano. Yeah, and it's a volcano a, inside a volcano. Yeah. It's some some fractal Shakespearean shit. shit there going on. Yeah, and then if okay. you get inside of that volcano, there's another volcano, and then there's a rusting, uh, a Russian nesting doll inside of there. Uh, I was yeah. wondering so, when yeah. the Bob the rake would start. <laughs> just yeah, keep just popping that open going. until there's a space baby that pops out, and you're like, oh no. And then if you look in the the pupil of the space baby, you will see the Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Damn, Crater Lake didn't didn't know that's where it all started. <laughs> That's closed out season. The universe is in all of us, Alex. (laughs) God damn it. I know. That sound uh, far out enough for him. Get out of me. Um, Yeah, so then we got got back to Missoula. Um, Then um, we've been doing... Actually... Kind of t- turns out we're like we're kind of like marijuana photographers. We're working for dispensaries <laughs> all over. I'm not shitting you. That's a it's great line weird. of work. Dude. Well, the, <laughs> the thing is, that, you know, I kind of the the production company is Art Alternative uh, Culture, Alternative Culture Action Adventure, and um, Community. And I think that weed hits almost all of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I was just shotgunning for weed, but you know, it's like coffee, beer and weed seems to just like kind of attract me. But, um, we went, um, then and we shot for imagination brewery too, for another thing. And, uh, they've been clients of mine forever and ever. And they're just like family and treat me really well. Um, and we, yeah, we shot like a little promo for them. They're doing crawlers, the big, um, quart cans, and uh, they hadn't distributed or done anything like that. And so um, we did a really nice uh, fun cut with them. Uh, that was a rush. It was a day release. So it was a surprise release. And so it, we went in at 8 in the morning and shot them doing these cans, which they did at an alarming speed. Yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to scramble to get footage of them even doing it. And before I can blink, they've already got 25 done. You know, each rack is a set of 25 of these huge cans of beer. And they did 75 like that. Yeah, and then we finished, and then Alex hustled out an edit, and before you can say like "cheers," they were sold out by like two o'clock. Wow! Yeah, yeah. so we did that. We had a, yeah two two edits that day of just sh- shorts, but 
So basically we had to like do all production and then real compressed time, but it, it was, uh, it, it turned out I'm super psyched about it. It was, it was good. So sometimes when you're under the gun, you put out decent stuff. That's kind of how I work. I don't mean to, yeah, but me too, anytime actually. I have a deadline, it's just, yep. I do so much better. <laughs> yep. Can't help it. I don't know what it, I, I like know how to, to eat the elephant, I guess a little bit. You know, that's mm. a new one for me. Eat the elephant. It's just such a big thing that you have to do it piece by piece. Is yeah. That what the yeah. Is? So it's just like, you're like, okay, here we go. I can take the hind quarters through this. You know. <laughs> That's all over. The analogy's gone sour. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Were we tight? Was that a procrastination? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Allegory? Okay. I okay. Almost. So. Uh, almost. Uh, I said it. I know three painters, and like two of them, I've gone to their shows, and they like took me aside for certain moments and went like, I feel bad because I did all of these in like the last day before the show. <laughs> oh, they, yeah. It's better when then you see him scraping the bottom of the barrel and you're like, Bill, you're like you, Bill, you painted this. You painted this a year ago or like more worse than that, you know, like tw- two decades ago. Yeah. I remember when you first started painting and you made this and then you see that they've hung it and you're like, mm-hmm. mm. New show, huh? I'd rather the paint be wet. It's almost too. I need to sell this. It's taking up so much space. I think I, <laughs> I think Basquiat was famous for having hanging for while well, the paint was still wet. I mean, he kind of was on that other level, but yeah, he was just like painting until like it was a thing. Yeah, and I think I think that that works for artists of all kind. Like deadlines help, but I guess my point was of the three painters, two of them admitted it. The third one's a liar. <laughs> oh yeah, where <laughs> what I was getting at. Yeah. Like oh yeah, well paint is still wet. Watch yourself. You're like, <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> like I I uh, I knew you guys were coming over sometime around eight or later and so i just like rushed to get everything set up and then i waited a little bit yeah <laughs> but <laughs> i i was under the impression i was under the gun if i had known you guys were going to be here at 8 30 i would have started setting up at 8 20 <laughs> i'm sitting there i'm sitting there trying to knock out the la times crossword because it's sunday and i can't and it the thing is huge thing is yeah. huge and, and i had just been editing and i thought that would be a break for my brain i don't know so and he's know, like ready to go no, what, do you mean? what do you mean? He's like jingling his keys in me. Oh, yeah, that podcast thing. Okay, let's go. Dude, yeah, so you time travel too when you edit. Time, time machine media, oh, y'all. into the future. This is what we're doing. <laughs> this is what we're, doing. we're capturing time. We're trying to make it into some sort of storyline and then pluck it back at you. It's exhausting sometimes. Yeah. But the thing is, is that at least we're getting, we're chewing through things. She's helping me out a ton now. Um, I was having a lot of time, like just one man showing for a while. It was, it was really busting, busting my ass. So she's, she's been like a huge injection of, of just energy and, and talent. So it's really nice to have like something else to, 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 that kind of bounce out ideas and, 
chew through a bunch of footage. I mean, we shoot so much footage on well, these things Well, twice as too. much now, so. And, well, twice as much, but still, like, to have, like, more eyes on it, the whole thing, it just helps and improves the product. Um, and, yeah, now we're going to start to kind of more work into narrative things. We started uh, writing a... Um, a narrative for kind of based around some traveling ideas to uh, kind of, kind of a, um, a real life comedy thing, uh, more, more kind of slice of life. Uh, um, one, uh, uh, one uh, main character and we follow her along from um, basically being in America to being traveling around Europe. So we're going to try to, um, start shooting in this winter um get something enough for a teaser storyboard stuff out and then start to kind of raise money to do more of a a full production shoot on this for um hopefully next year that's awesome so yeah that's kind of the thing is that we're trying to be working and traveling and doing kind of independent projects at the same time so it is a lot of work but it's it's worth it, I think. On it's that. fun work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's your, what's your company? Where can where can people find you? If they Is that Time Machine you? Media? And we have the timemachinemedia.net, but it's um, under construction right now. I had to pull it down. So okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got so much new stuff. We got all the stuff. We, we got to cram onto. I'm not, that's so. why I'm cutting a reel right now. And there will be so much weed and beer and dogs <laughs> and corgis. And there's a lot of corgis. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, only the good stuff. We right? have a corgi, so it's like a, a an added perk of like, well, she's part of the production team, I would say. Almost, definitely. Almost. We got to like shove her in the van and be like, shut up. But <laughs> Kind of like my dog in the other room right now. <laughs> No, we're used to it now. It's just <laughs> we get wake up in the morning, but every pretty much a seven o'clock like on the dot now with, woof, 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 woof. and you're like, oh god, no, what is she doing? You're nailing the impression. I'm kind of getting PTSD just with you making those noises. Kind of almost smacked you. <laughs> For God's sake, dog! But then you wake up, and there's a corgi staring at you, and it's kind of hard to be upset. She's. The dumbass smile on their face and the huge bad ears. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm not if you a, follow us on on the Instagram, there's a lot of a lot of Rio. So you'll, you'll get the cute. <laughs> yeah, I got this dog, and then all of a sudden you get crazy, crazy troll. Not trolls from Instagram, but like people love corgis on the internet. Yeah, obviously. And then I separated us just out of curiosity. People have these stupid dog dog instagram accounts well i have one of them and i separated her from me <laughs> and lo and behold she has more followers than me more likes she gets more like comments she gets friends. instantly gets like oh, like God. 20 unfollowers someone talked to alex they're like we're from the united kingdom and we'd like to do a, a photo shoot with this corgi that you work with you know do you know her handler we'd like to do this po- yeah <laughs> we're not joking i i could like ring up the messages really weird it's just ridiculous and i was just like ah, i answered her i answered him back like oh it's alexa's dog she'll like they know my name <laughs> like, or something yeah I like know. i don't know what to answer to this um but you should be like well we're gonna be working in europe soon so uh maybe we can schedule you for that. that's what we have to do there's <laughs> a lot of money on the way there's a lot of hustling that's what people don't kind of realize on the on the freelancer side of things you're just constantly like plugging yourself and like being like oh yeah of course we can do that or 
Um, you know, and you turn down work too. I won't say that. Sometimes you run across people that are like, just, well, it's like keeping all the, so everything that you say, yes, we can do that too. is something that you honestly want to work on. So you've got yeah five plates that you're really excited about spinning all the time. And sometimes one doesn't go. And sometimes, uh, one sometimes, does, so. yeah, maybe one so out of the five. Fun, but it's hectic. As hell. <laughs> it's more what it sometimes is. you find out one's a white supremacist and, oh. know, and you're like, uh, no, no. Yeah, exactly. You're like, <laughs> Oh, I have this message i really want to put out and it's like oh okay what's the message again yeah. well it involves one people <laughs> one race all right stop stop there <laughs> stop right there and cut back up slowly we have a guy in panama who wants to do he has like a sustainable living like whole map that he wants to start like making this youtube channel and having like a, a bunch of how to's and and it's intense this guy's like a real fireball i guess i haven't talked to him yet but we we've been hooked up through a friend and we have to figure out if he wants to actually do this because production real production costs a lot of money so we're like okay this is what we need for it so we have to talk with that um that might be a possibility and then we get a bunch of weird stuff kind of in this little jobs that are piecing together that, that so do you have like passports and stuff or yeah actually i have to apply i have to get my passport together this week i just That's got a, back to the united states this summer anyway so i'm just like i heard they're building a wall you can just grab a ladder and it's super cheap to get down to, it's, a, it's ramp like on the way back i understand so yeah because of the solar panels yeah, so solar could, panels they pointed it though like so which is at an angle yeah. So you. Can so what you're saying is you got to get a taller ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Only on one side. Only right. on one side. Yeah, the, the other, other side you could just slide down. Yeah. Yep. So yep. rope ladder on one side, slide on the other. Yeah. Easy. Slide. Easy peasy. No. Uh. We. Yeah. You have to get all your kind of ducks in a row. Um. The one thing is, is traveling with Rio is a little bit more of an ordeal. She's got to get like blood tests and yada yada. Which she's like, done before, but. Yeah. She's actually still up to date on most of her shots and whatnot from when we went to Japan. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get gotta get weird with it. So we're gonna what what else do we have to do with it with the That's about it for the Oh yeah. Yeah. Give her half a Benadryl and make it fast help for twenty I think the what what was that? Fourteen and a half hours is the flight to to Reykjavik. And then we have another three and a half hours from Reykjavik to Amsterdam when we fly to Europe. So it's a long, it's a long ways to have a dog on your lap. Or I would imagine. The, yeah. yeah. So, and plus they're gonna have to go to the bathroom at some point. When we went to Japan, she did not use the restroom either way, going or coming wow. from the country. So, dog will hold it, man. Plus, like you, so you don't feed him. You don't feed the animal for 24 <laughs> at all at all you just dry the thing out you just turned into a custom agent a number one <laughs> stuff it feed the just animal. turn it into a stuffed animal oh, and then God. don't worry about it no you, you don't feed, feed them heroin like, balloons you gotta <laughs> you, you gotta be able to pay for this trip somehow i don't want it to get yeah, you know, exactly. lost in translation so yeah <laughs> she's she's like she's really good about it though but um yeah and then uh yeah we're kind of come back in march and then do some shooting more for whitney actually because she wants to do the marijuana wholesaler because she wants to do planting and the whole like little nursery part of the beginning of the the farm so 
that's kind of our our short law of the long i guess and yeah well damn that's awesome thanks for letting us in on on what it's like to travel around the country and you know just work <laughs> yeah it's a weird it's it's uh it's odd that's part is so great and then we come back you know it's been went three weeks of just like Go, mostly go, staring go. at screens oh you mean oh before that though it's like you go 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 and so then at first the editing is like blissful yeah you're like oh yeah i could just sit down look at all this cool stuff i made and, and now and now in about a, about a week and a half done you're like fuck oh my god <laughs> <laughs> look at this pile of shit i shot you know you're like there, well there's like you're just sifting for gems all the time you know so you're just like okay here and you have so much dirt to sift through to get to the gem so that yeah that's kind of what we're in the midst of i've made a few cuts and um made it's that's why i guess that shoot for imagination with that was like oh here's a day to do it was almost kind of like yeah that's how it always should be you should yeah, just, just pack like, it in pack it out just, just get knock it. it out anybody potential clients let's just knock it out let's just get it done in a day all this yeah. surprise stuff is where it's at yeah <laughs> they're like no, no no this whole shoot's gonna take like a year it's like great okay like year like solid no 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 sporadically <laughs> you're like oh can you come back oh at this point you're like oh yeah fuck it you do it so yeah i'm ready to i'm ready to take on anything we we want warmer climate anybody's listening down Does anybody in like new mexico yeah, so, the- no new mexico's got snow still no 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 oh okay uh, uh, uh georgia san diego, san diego. <laughs> georgia not florida um LA <laughs> LA yeah I mean LA is fun as long as you know that you're not gonna actually have to live there <laughs> I shouldn't say that but like, yeah when you're like in LA and you're like doing a project or something you're like great I'm here until then if anybody in LA wants to be kind enough to include some this is air quotes everybody outsider in a shoot we'll come live there for a little bit yeah, I cl- I'll call that bluff. Like if you guys want to, if you guys want to include us, <laughs> hell yeah, we'll come down there and live there. For we'll a while. come down there and live there for it, a little you while. You know, it was kind of fun when I went to LA last. Is when I got on the plane, I took uh, two different mixers and two different digital recorders and like a bunch of microphones and stuff. And I started to look at my mixers and stuff, and I'm like, are they gonna know what the fuck that is, or are they gonna fuck with it in the bag? And uh, uh, so I was just wondering for a while, and I was like, "I'm gonna put on my carry on so at least I can see what they're doing to it." Yeah, yeah. and it's really funny. Like when I saw it, when I was in Helena, they like clearly didn't know what it was, but they saw that they knew it was a flight to L.A. So they're just like, "Eh, must be like recording stuff." That's yeah, yeah, like, movie star stuff. Yeah, I could hear them kind of muttering to each other, and they're just like, "Ah, oh, it's going to L.A." It's so it's probably, they're probably filming yeah, something. It's a podcaster. I, they had no idea. No, what they, but they, they thought, yeah, I had this idea that I was going to walk around Disneyland and like interview people and ask really annoying questions. <laughs> and then I started to realize that uh, how much security and plain clothes there is around Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> and people just. So started, much security. Yeah. It's the people I talked to in LA were kind of like. I'd like anywhere you can get away with it, probably not a good idea at Disneyland. It's <laughs> like, good. all right. There's more cameras in Disney, Disneyland than like Universal Studios. It's like they've got cameras 
everywhere. Dude, and let me tell you, you don't see any of them yeah. either. <laughs> yeah. But you know they're there. Yeah, oh, yeah, you just feel being watched there all the time. Yeah, it's like the, 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 the surveillance roof over your head. You're definitely, or underfoot, too. There is a holy living lot of kids there, guys. Of course, there's a bloody lot of cameras. You know what else there is? There's this uh, thing right outside of Disneyland where you can just get drunk and then go into Disneyland. It's yeah. so great. What's it called? What's it? Downtown Disney. Oh, yeah, Downtown Disney. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. It's the, it's just, there's it's like a, three bars. Bars at, at downtown. They're jam packed. Right? They're jam packed. Yeah, it, oh. let me tell you, man. I ain't going sober. I got. I went for almost two weeks, and uh, almost every night I got hammered around downtown Disney. <laughs> Is it Disney? I had though? no kids. It's so terrible. I had no kids. Oh, God. I've got four kids. We went with no kids. Like outside of Disney, like getting drunk, and then on the last day we were there, we got drunk and went into Disneyland. I thought that, finally got up the courage. I thought Disneyland though is like more for LSD. I think that, or would it just freak you out? I think it's a trip in and of itself, wouldn't it be? Yeah, yeah. I'm a dad now, so yeah, I wasn't like, gonna go that route. However, in my olden days, I feel like there's too much security where you would like yeah. enjoy it. Greg. Like I think you would get me personally. I would have gotten too paranoid because I'd see like all the security people and it'd be like, "What you would oh, have God. to do is do Disney uh, abroad." Yeah, barrier is enough for a trip to be enjoyable. I, I, I don't think it does exist, but I think Euro Disney. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's plenty. Oh, there is. There's. Oh, yeah, I think the they're Eddie broken Izzard, up now. They had like a joke about it on Izzard and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they he. They took him down. You're saying? I, don't I thought. Know well, going. I I thought the first year of Disney was like in France, and I thought that that was gone. I didn't realize that they just made laughed more. it out of here. Like Speaking of though, podcaster Greg Greg Poops has both a hilarious story about Euro Disney Disney and being really high on acid in <laughs> Disneyland too <laughs> with him and Ryan Styles, and uh, that's yeah go go back to um, Smartest Man in the World and, and listen to that at some point maybe after this it's really really hilarious recounting I really enjoyed hearing him talking about doing Phantom Menace Yes, because he was such a big Star Wars fan, and he was so disappointed when he saw it. <laughs> so sad. He's like, probably more disappointed that he like laid down a voice for it, and then realized like, oh god, what did I do? On the opposite of that, he was the, one of the kids' voices in uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas, and the, like he's iconic in some people's worlds just for those little Which kid, the little kids that are like the the um. Oh, they're like the children the little, in the Halloween world. Yeah, they're world. like, what do you do with them? That's him. Yeah, that's him. That's like so nice. people. <laughs> people love him for that voice. I always it was always whose line for me, but yeah, yeah no, yeah. that's that's yeah, like a that's whole other piece of the puzzle. It's so weird that they, he's done some weird stuff. Yeah. Anyways, he's one of my power animals. <laughs> Greg Proops is your power oh, animal. Oh yeah, love that guy. Mine is actually a poodle. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, like, like not kidding. I see poodles and we lock eyes and we understand each other. <laughs> like, I just is this a standard poodle or just any size of poodle? Any poodle, it doesn't matter. Word. Like, I get them. I totally get them. I look at them. And I go, and I kind of move my fingers, and they just love to like roll around and play. <laughs> I grew up like my grandparents had a poodle, and I get a poodle growing up. Sorry. It bit me. Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> this poodle was like super nice, and then balloon scared the crap out of it because a balloon popped in front of her. One I can time. empathize with that. No, yeah. I have a fear of balloons for the same reason. Yeah. You know I have when a you fear of balloons because into- of it. Oh <laughs> no, I really was afraid. Don't. There's a, always there might be a clown. Let's not talk it. about any of the movies that are out in the theater right now because they are no good. Isn't that right what now. this? I have to disagree, dude. Oh no, did you see something good? Because Thor Ragnarok was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm and I'm never. She'll go to that. And I'll probably you're not like a Marvel comics fan. What are you going to She likes the like. I'm just saying she likes the spectacle. She likes yeah. the, if it's got like it's some a huge pop screen. It's so loud, and sh- she'll go to the movies for that. Otherwise, we're like in like Flynn. Like I, we went out and watched Blade Runner. I don't want to talk about it, but we, uh, but that was the I, last thing we saw in the in the theater. I'm ambivalent about Blade Runner because everybody I've talked to has had a completely different opinion on Blade Runner. No, I know. It just like runs the gamut of everything. Hmm. It's, we'll talk about, we'll do, we'll, we'll have like maybe some other time to podcast about it when you've seen it, but it's definitely as a cinematographer, you have, you have, you're going to have an opinion about it. So it's, it's a little bit different to, um, let me ask you a question. One thing I heard, uh, Okay, so on on our Geek Lanterns podcast, like some friends of mine that do this, they were arguing over whether they liked it purely off of the lighting of it. Hmm. Like one person hated it because they said they couldn't see anything at all. And the other person was like, well, the original Blade Runner was dark, so they did it just... Where do you fall on that? It's so... It's it's just different. The way that they, they shot the second one is completely different than the the first one fundamentally and that's what's really different um they shot the first one on anamorphic lenses purely it's got the wide screen anamorphic look through the whole thing they shot the second one on spherical lenses so it's a full screen um a lot of the so you say full screen are they like cutting down the frame to to fit yes. a movie screen yeah okay. so no the what actually different aspect ratio so it's a four to three instead of uh uh 16 by nine gotcha so that's what the difference is and you can cut down to make a widescreen anamorphically by just cutting off the tops and the bottoms but that's not true anamorphic that's just an anamorphic crop is what they call that gotcha and so the anamorphic squeeze is actually through the lens it's doing that bracket on its own so instead of having just that full you know four or four by three ratio it has the 16 by nine so that alone and anamorphic lenses have a have an ovalized aperture instead of because basically they're taking a flat she, curved um sheet of glass as their front element and they're turning it into a flat projection on the back so it's a little different how that works and what so you what, get what does that cause uh, uh, by doing that what you get is no distortion to the to the edge to edge wide wise so you don't have any bend on it and it also makes it so even faces on the very edge of the screen are going to be in proper perspective they're not going to be bent or shaped or moved in any kind of way so like you're not going to get the the classic spherical bend on the edge um so and the and what you get is uh, the the jj abrams flares mm-hmm. so the the side flares 
or the horizontal and vertical flares are what you get out of a anamorphic lens. So you get those ching, ching, ching. Everything's very angular and you have 90 degree angles. When sphericals, they're round and everything's round and coming out from that. So it's a totally different look. And if you look at them side to side, be, I mean, you can go to YouTube and just so like... Which would you prefer out of the, the Blade Runner movies? The first one. I mean, the anamorphic look, I, I prefer anyways. If I could afford to have a set of anamorphic lenses, I would have. I would shoot with them all the time. But they're like, even for a cheap set of anamorphic lenses, you're looking at somewhere around 40 to, to 75 grand. I feel like this is the same director that, that the second Blade Runner that did the one with... <laughs> the giant spider in it. Oh yeah. The mist. Um, Wild Wild West. No, the enemy was uh, it. The enemy. And he did that. the. Um, he did. Uh, what was the one with the aliens? The. Uh, Arrival. Arrival. And in these, he's doing these really hyper realistic movies that you kind of. It's like something's itching at the back of your, or this you know something in the periphery just doesn't seem quite realistic, but you still feel like maybe it could be reality but it's a little warped, it's a little on its ear. And then in Blade Runner, it was just, in Blade Runner, the original, well, rather, okay, I'll stick to the second, in the second Blade Runner, he was, seemed like he was reaching for something instead of staying in that element of just keeping it realistic. Yeah. I mean, and I think that that was the look change, It just has too. such a beautiful eye in, in, in yeah. Enemy and in, and in Arrival. It was just fun to watch. And like Alex said, that's why I go. Mm. I go just to see it in its grandeur, you know, movie theater style. But this one seemed, it's just buried in, the, it's buried in the first movie. So like, God help it to stand yeah. alone at, in the grandeur of like an old movie. And like I feel that. like, I guess get to the point of the lighting, the lenses on that, that the, the lighting was, and the second one was way less atmosphere. It was way more about the, um, the color scope was different. So the color palette was like similar in some areas and then different in others. Yeah. Um, it had a, uh, a really soft neon thing going all the time. And I feel like it was from color correction, not necessarily just from the lighting at the time. So they were trying to kind of hit a over under, um, and then having kind of a heady color correction going on mm -hmm. with with the 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 digital film, and it was obviously I'm not film, so right. there is I mean, and you can't I'm not going to be one of these snobs. It's like oh, just tell it's film. All the hold on, you can make let's, anything. Let's, let's jump into that. How do you feel about <laughs> film versus digital? Well, I'm a, I'm a film photographer. I'm <clears> a, I'm. Uh, I've shot on film, um, smaller format film things uh, like eight millimeter and 16 millimeter. I, I like it as a, a format. Um, I love it as photography. I think that it has a lot of potential, especially medium format and all those types of, um, uh, it's a tool. It's a really good tool. It's really potent you, for the same price that you can have a camera really expensive digital camera you can do with film on a really small budget. And so I just kind of like it as a, as a, as a tool, as a cinema tool, it's totally obsolete. And yeah. 
So that's why it's like, oh man, all you're doing now is shooting on film is just to be like nostalgic and be like, just to be like, the, oh, doesn't film. that feel good? Yeah, and be like, justify your like your three thousand dollar light meter. Uh, who's the director? Did kids? Uh, oh, um. Anyway, that no, that oh, what is his name? That director, I heard him in an interview, and he only shoots in film. And he was he was talking about it, and he said the thing about film is there's grains to it that you can't see. And he goes subconsciously, there's something you're seeing in in film that you're not seeing in digital. I'm listening to this. I'm like, all right, come on. But how do you know this is good? What you're seeing subconsciously, like how do you know the grains are? But you can fake it. That's the 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 issue is it's not even fake too. You're just taking. there's a, there's a point way way easier there's you shoot a, on a red the there's rock. like a point where you're like you're hanging on to the past yeah just to hang on to the past because you don't want to accept that like things have moved on but well and a lot of when it you get was, a better tool you get a better tool to, i don't know a lot of it was old dps that were like um uh, this is my method i'm not switching over I got an reflex. Let's let's bang this out like this. Like I say, justifying like a two thousand dollar light meter. I mean, yeah, when you go through and you get a whole lighting kit and you got, a, you can make a beautiful film. You have so like so many options with film, really. But just how much swifter you can set up cameras and do everything with a, a digital setup. It's ridiculous. It's so much faster. I mean. You could shoot a film now in just such an abbreviated time than you could previously in a camera department. It's like, wh- why would you, as a DP, be like, nope, we're going to shoot this all Because you know th- what you know. Yeah. yeah. You I, know what I you bet know. that's and what that, it is. And your skill level is set to that experience with that. Yeah. And You've so, like perfected whatever you're doing, and so you're just like, ah, I can't learn art. this whole Yeah, other I don't thing. have time. No, my next pro- their next production is like in yeah. a month. No. <laughs> yeah, so they, people kind of go along those routes. And it's cool. I, I you know, I, I think that learning the technology going on and on and on, I'm such a camera nerd, I keep like trying to keep up on it, but it is exhausting. I, I, would, yeah. I, I don't blame some of these old school, it's like, they know that this shit makes movies. It really <laughs> does. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, it is more efficient, but it, the they really got the wheel nailed that first time. Yeah, they did. And like you said, you can take film photography now and still just nail it, and then you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you just don't have to really fuck with it at all. Just take a really bloody good photograph the first time and make it digital, but then you don't edit it at I all. I can take like black and white photos on my phone that are just like incredible that I'm like, I don't like, I don't understand how to use shadow correctly or like <laughs> editing things. part of it. And it's just like, it just does it for me. The like black I'd and white that. challenged oh, the me the other button. day. I didn't know what to do. So I just sent another picture. The same, <laughs> the it doesn't street. matter. Here's the thing with the black and white. Challenge. Like I, I, uh, I did it. I, I took a picture of somebody on like the second day and then like a bunch of people jumped on me for it and they're like you're not supposed to include anybody in it and i went back to the person who challenged me they didn't seem to have a problem with it and i was just like i, saw- I don't know it seems like the rules change on it so i just didn't tell anybody the rules was this before this 
did this is this a new thing or did this happen last this year? is something i've been noticing in the last month and a half or I so i feel like i started this <laughs> you might yeah. have you might have i think i did i'm a part of the millennial generation so it's you know okay. it could have happened oh yeah you we, are, youth, we are we are maybe so. we are as a youth, maybe i've influenced you and i started this thing because i did do a bunch of i did because you were just alex was just commenting on how my instagram feed had a chunk of black and white photos and then i went through and counted them and there was like the correct number and no people what are the other stupid things they want anyway oh, yeah, i think fair. i started it unknowingly i you know what's funny is i just signed up for it well i <laughs> no, too. i'm not gonna give myself this much credit <laughs> i just i just got the instagram app on my phone because i'm like I kept looking at Instagram like, I got to do this. I'm an old man. Why have I not got on Instagram? And I still haven't signed up for it. But I got the app on my phone, so I'm like halfway there. No, you're fine. (laughs) That's my problem. I check my damn Instagram too much. And and, and it's fine. It's a good outlet because we... You know, it's like a roving portfolio with the photographer, cinematographer. And so you're like really concentrating on it more than you probably should. Um, the, the visual thing too, because you want inspiration from other things too. So you're sifting through it when you're not looking at yours. You're like, Oh yeah. What about that? Oh, ooh. and it's you go a, down a rabbit hole pretty quick. It's, I feel it's amazing like as to a visual think about, artist, it'll boggle your mind. How many like rabbit holes there are for Reddit, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And at least it's I, one of them. It's yeah, just little tiny more. squares <laughs> and it goes into the oblivion. I don't spread anything. I've pretty much given up Facebook entirely. People message me. Sometimes I have clients who reach me through that very That's rarely. Just I, it's, it's just, I, dude, yeah. I met like Facebook. I don't do a whole lot with anymore, but messenger just never stops for me. What like, is I messenger? Is it the part of Facebook? That's the, the messaging app, system. Cause yeah, I hear people well, say messenger now and I don't understand. What I don't. So either. all it is is uh, oh, if like you I go am. to somebody's page and you like press message, it opens up the messenger app. I remember but that. But you can also use it like Skype now. What? Yeah, you can like there's a and cam- they'll butter your bread. Too. Yeah, there's a little camera option on it, or you Facebook. can just or you can use phone calls on it, like using your data instead of your. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your- my aunt called me from Facebook the other Ew. day. So if you have Wi-Fi, you can. And just I use love her so much. She for free. She has my phone number, so I swear somewhere and it's she's free. Call- <laughs> and she's calling me from Facebook. I because I know she's like, oh, what is he doing? Check my Facebook. It's like status update it hasn't been like three months since Weird. i've done any four months since yeah I've so they kind of... found a way to make us call people again yeah i, I guess i, I guess but for me it's more that um just, i've been hanging out with more millennials <laughs> this is what happens <laughs> yeah like putting together peeps. podcasts and so it's just like going back and forth with everybody mm-hmm. it's just so much fucking easier with messenger because everybody's on it Whereas, like, I don't have everybody's phone number, and it almost feels weird asking for you people's phone numbers. You told me that today. You were like, "I'll message," or yesterday. You were yeah, like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." I'll I just I got to the point where I feel like everybody does that now. So I it's felt just... like you were gonna do something that like Louis C.K. <laughs> does to people. No, I was no, like, no. I was like, "Ooh, what?" Uh, not that I wouldn't mind. By the if way, you asked first. Okay, <laughs> since you brought it up, <laughs> let me ask, let me ask you a question. Like too soon, I don't know. Does it seem weird that like all of these people, it's like kind of the exact same thing over and over again? Oh, I was it just, doesn't really. Well, I mean, I was me. speaking to Alex about it this morning because we give a little riff to Louis C.K. I think every day now yeah, since yeah. I figured that out. Just casual jokes about that. <laughs> to deal with it probably <laughs> so, and so we make the, the, the token joke thing. of the, the token joke of the day and then 
people are it's a weird thing we're proud of, you know packaging people into acting packages where you have to be attractive to either yeah. gender and then we're all shocked that we're acting off of sexual impulses and stuff it's all groovy and stuff but i mean like yeah it's it's a repetition like i think it has to do though too with like and i think it shouldn't i don't th- i don't think i'm sorry to interrupt you no no no. I'm, i think you're you're right i just this. don't think it should like it shouldn't it shouldn't set it clear that everyone's saying the same story it should lift it up but yet it feels kind of like, oh, come on, again, 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 the same thing, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, like, it is definitely nullifying, I feel like. It feels the, nullifying the, when it shouldn't be. Like, the, it should yeah. be like It's like the knows. message should be like, we need to like do something about this and start acting on it instead of be like, how many examples do we have? It's like a similar thing with the gun control issue is that I hate to dab into <clears> that, but it's like keeps happening again and again and again they were like well we'll just not address it i guess if we don't look at the you know dinosaur in the room he's not gonna attack us it's like no it's attacking us all the time all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. the gun control thing is it's just honestly it's it's the nra block yeah. just has managed to to, to put politicians in fear where nothing changes it seems like most people want some form of gun control they, yeah but uh the thing with this is it feels like a... T- and I, I, so I wanted to ask you, do you think we're at a tipping point? Because <clears throat> I've been trying to figure this out and asking a lot of people because <laughs> I feel like Harvey Weinstein, that whole thing might have been a tipping point because this stuff happened, but like it didn't really get big press or it was sort of whispers in the back or it was like sort of a story in the back page and yeah. then it goes away goes away really and everybody quick. sort of agrees to forget about it yeah. mm. but now it's just like you can't look at anything without seeing a lot so is this a tipping point or do you think it's just the media running with story after story and then in, i hope in so a year I th- the point done. is is that i think that really the beyond all of this is that it's a patriarchy that's need to be checked we need yeah. to have more women in charge of of women are better producers than men i will say almost and maybe that's a sexual uh, sexist yeah, statement but the but, most, but the most I, successful producer in history is kathleen kennedy kathleen like kennedy look, she, like by a lot, lot like look at her lot. credits yes. it's incredible she's amazing but the they're always so much better task oriented. They have, they're not wanting to like seek some kind of power trip. Usually. I mean, there's exceptions of course, but there's always this weird thing with men and their sexual power over women. And this is where I make the joke that the man is explaining why women are so great. God damn it. (laughs) I feel like my ovaries are tapping for me to make a joke about that. You should. No, I guess that, I don't know. I just don't. I just feel like that um, it is something that's needed to be addressed for a long time, and it needed to be kind of hopefully top down kind of situations instead of being like you know whatever the the major D made a pass at the the actress. It's like no, it's the the big producer that's making the pass at the actress well, to get her in that, this situation. They're saying, and then they're saying, yeah, and that's not okay because I think yeah. it was kind of a given until now. That and that then, was an unsaid. That's what she's. Cool. That's what they've been all saying. Oh yeah, that's how he acted, and <laughs> then I and then I let it go, and and so for it to keep being brought up, even when it's a a funny comedian to a director to whomever. That guy who attacked the woman who was protesting, we saw that on the news today. She was protesting for the Me Too and a man 
from the opposition protesting grabbed her and and her sign and wrapped it around her and and pulled her down you know and so he like sexually assaulted her when she was was protesting protesting for sexual assault so (laughs) so yeah it's like a tipping point but which way it tips is weird it's kind of like a big to me as it feels like a big tree when you're falling it and you're like you still don't know that it's necessarily gonna go left or right you gotta really be precise with it you can't just put up your arms and be like, well, it's nothing's going to change because, yeah, it's being brought up. But also you don't know that that it's safe yet necessarily yeah, yeah, to like, just let your to let and it. We haven't seen be. anybody be arrested yet. No, no joke. So That's, we keep reporting stories, but everybody's scared to press charges on something like that, too. Why? Well, it's a lot of it's it conjecture. It's like, yeah. And it's it's like, oh, he said, she said that usually doesn't pan out that well in court. So it's, it's weird. Can I be honest? Like it's it's rape culture one on one. Yeah, right? sure. Like, oh yeah, sure. Like, and I <laughs> uh, awful. won't get into details, but I, I've sort of seen this up close lately too. Like, um, like woman gets raped, mm-hmm. and then everybody finds a reason why other person shouldn't get in trouble for like why the raper shouldn't suffer any consequences. Like, oh well, legally we can't fire him or legally we can't do this or this or that and it's just like everybody hides behind the law or hides behind all this other stuff and so it basically becomes whoever accuses is you know at least i mean people keep bringing it up but then yeah it just the buck always kind of stops at the litigation and people hiding behind the fact that oh we found a legal way to say that this is all right yeah we're gonna stop we're gonna stop here for now i think that too like the well so the judicial system so does people lawyer up? i mean they get away with all sorts of nonsense so just like keep pushing it to that again he said she said oh yeah well yeah, well have you seen another. what weinstein uh the new york um uh times like put out a story on what he was doing to sh- to hush up people like he had an israeli uh surveillance group that was following around people God. and like <laughs> private investigators and stuff to no i didn't hear about this oh yeah god oh yeah like finding air like areas of weakness and stuff to uh to try and blackmail and and things like that yeah wow that's when that's when you know you've had like a power trip way too far when you looking up an an israeli firm to be like cleaning up your dirty work you're like okay I may need to go turn myself in. And you know point. the world is really turned against you when that Israeli group turns around and just spills everything they to the did? biggest paper in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, so they're the Dude, ones they that spilled pulled, oh, everything. Good on they came them. up good and talked on to them. them, man. That's like, they're not even like, they may not even be subject to litigation and like they wow. just spilled everything. No shit. Yeah. You probably would, though. I mean, you wouldn't want to be under the gun for that oh, kind of me? stuff. Oh, me? I'm not gonna be involved <laughs> no i just say it as far as like if you were an right, israeli right. firm that a security firm you'd probably be like okay um here's all the real details and like go through that and just wash your hands of it as much as you can i just like to think that someone badass there wanted it to go public because if you're some sort of firm <clears throat> for keeping people quiet and finding blackmail ingredients you could probably you could probably free advertising yeah right? yeah you're like well <laughs> We yeah, except hold- for you just kind of shit the bed. Like, yeah, we do security, but we'll also dump 
all your information yeah. if we're Just caught. don't count on confidentiality. No, man, we squeal. We, <laughs> we definitely squeal. squeal but, um, but until then, we'll get the dirt for you. So. Yeah, I think that we, I don't know. Just that. don't go down. <laughs> we'll protect you. God. Uh, we yeah it the it's so weird it's pre- very sick uh i wish hollywood would uh would kind of work out of hollywood a little bit more i'm always more curious about that i wish that we would have more independent firms you know, we talked about that there's no miramax anymore yeah um, there's no like that's uh, probably a good thing in light now but in light now they made some pretty great movies yeah but Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, speaking of dirty, dirty bird. Uh, but yeah, there's no, there's no firms like that really that are kind of moving, moving out. Um, into the indie world, we're getting a lot of like you know more comic book movies and and uh, stuff that's just pounded out. I mean, how many did they had this year? I, uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, okay, let me think. There's Logan. There's Wonder Woman. There I like Logan. Spider-Man, I don't. I didn't, Homecoming. Logan was great. Yeah, yeah. Logan felt like an indie too. They it's killed the like Captain. A, no, that movie can die. Uh, Guardians like of the Galaxy Two, Thor <laughs> Ragnarok. So there's been five. <laughs> they right? killed John Luke Picard. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Logan can rot in hell. <laughs> Logan can. That, I cried at that. <laughs> I, I did too. I, feel I, I cried even harder at, when. Uh, the daughter said daddy because oh, she sounds exactly like that my was daughter. so pushed was like, oh, oh man that's because you're a dad you got the dad yeah. feels that thing was you pushed like, if you're a daughter you look into her eyes and she didn't feel that shit at all <laughs> he's like and then you say daddy and she probably looked at the director i was like can i just say it with my eyes and he's like nah you gotta say it because there's gonna be some heavy-handed people out there that are gonna ball and she's like okay oh, all right, God. i did i cried like a like a little girl so we were like at, we were but not the little girl doing the part because apparently we've, we've established she's cold she's a cold <laughs> she fox she got it so there's six <laughs> movies so it's one every two months what uh superhero movies yeah or something like that that we so thor ragnarok is the 17th marvel movie in year nine now so Damn. that's number 17 God, I gotta get on this. The one that uh, kind of ways to go. Yeah, to catch no, I was up, gonna dude. say gotta, because uh, you can't. Well, I gotta look, get you on the can director. Just jump in, like Thor there Ragnarok. He, you can jump in and have a great time. Like it's a comedy. Make no mistake about okay. it. It's a comedy. Well, I mean, but like they need young there's fresh a directors, lot of, dude. That's <laughs> what they've been doing, man. I know. That's a, well. I really like to. Have you get anything. the you get the indie guy to like twist it a little bit, yeah. and you just have all the special effects figured out. Already. So the the uh, Skull Island uh, was Kong Skull Island. Island was really good. We talked yeah, about. Yeah, I this enjoyed stuff. that. Yeah, I really liked it. I even watched it the second time. Enjoyed it too. I didn't. I see really the wanted time yet. to see some Kong dick. I I just <laughs> <laughs> go let you know because <laughs> I mean, but it seems like there's a mountain hiding it at any time. There's like some like every time you walk through, it'd be like, oh no, just like work on through PG thirteen monkey movie, you know. Now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever seen Ape Dick before. No. Is it just hanging out was, like men? Or is it like, yeah. was it, well, yeah. So, well, I then, so. yeah, they, they would definitely make me moves to hide it. Yeah, they did. It was just interesting. The, the, Animators the and cartoon artists that are like totally under the gun now. It's not like as loosey-goosey as it used to be where you can just hide little... Like in Disney cartoons? Yeah, exactly. All yeah. over. Yeah, there are crazy people that probably just go frame by frame in every single cartoon now, just waiting for the next Another Lion cookie. King sex clouds. <laughs> yeah, thing. the yeah. sex cloud things. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, those are good. I feel like they really mastered that art 
in the 80s and 90s and now it's just over it's because it it was one of those things you could do it and you got away with it yeah you would just like laugh about it to yourself or your animated buddies (laughs) at your animated bar or whatever that you go hang out at you know there are you know there's it's just all animators just ah there's a Hanna-Barbera guys listen (laughs) I guess you'll be drinking cheap beer huh God, that's like... It's an uh, animation joke. I got the Hanna-Barbera thing. It makes me miss... That's like my color scheme. Hanna-Barbera, yeah. Like, if you (laughs) you see me on the street and you're like, that guy is like kind of cartoony colored, like like a cheap cartoon. That's that's probably me. (laughs) It's not the coloring that bothered me about Hanna-Barbera cartoons. It's the backgrounds that you like you can tell it's just something that they just spun like a oh, crank yeah. they just spun, spun and did the same and background over. over and over you know again. the best one is a ricochet rabbit you watch that he always runs around he's like bing 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 and then they just like are spinning the background the uh-huh. same exact background every time he does it and it's just like oh my god did they not like have anything else to do on and yeah the cartoons they're always wearing the same outfit because that way you can just reuse the same footage but the mm-hmm. best ones the absolute best ones or when they film the mouth and put it onto the cartoon. <laughs> I love that. Like back in the sixties in the sixties they did it all the that time. That Don yeah, Knotts movie. Beyond creepy. What's the fish, fish that talk, the talking talking fish? No, Don Knotts, but yeah, the, it, I don't know. Oh it was, what so the I don't hell? Apple Dunkling Gang? No, Don Knotts did this the talking Company? fish. No, it was like a Disney movie too. <laughs> And it was like, I, it. I should know. Return of the Apple dump, Dumpling Game. I knew you were going to go for that one. <laughs> That's the easy, <laughs> low-hanging apple dumpling fruit right there. Hey, Jack. That's my, that my Don Knotts right Nailed there. It. Yeah. Yeah. See you since raised. That's all I can do. <laughs> The best. Well, this is probably a good place to quit. I think Thanks that's perfect. But plug your company again. Uh, so yeah, it's a uh, um, time machine, time machine media. You can you can follow um, uh, me at celebrate underscore uh, um, dop, and then Alexa. There's also the Instagram handle time machine media, and I have my dogs is roving, r o v i n g underscore rio. And it's the cutest corgi you'll ever see. You'll get it from all, yeah. I feel like I should follow you too, but I have a feeling I might just follow the corgi. Yeah, man. Do it. If no. nothing else. Yeah. Just, it sounds like there's a lot going on with the corgi. Well, if you just go to pictures <laughs> of her, then you get all of our pages too. So right. it's just like you don't have to be like, oh, here's her post. You find the corgi, you find the time machine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Find the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah, but yeah, 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 but better. (laughs) Can I say that? That's all. We're we're shooting for better. (laughs) Take it easy. Movies with Restless? Green Lantern's Light? ASL Adventures? In a Dimensional Exchange Association? Is this yours? No, your I- Your mother said she found them on your phone. I don't know, I must, must have-, have what? Look, Dad, they're not mine. Alien Movie Project? We Had a Good Life? Montucky Skies? Real Roulette? Where'd you get it? Dad- Answer me. 
Who taught you how to listen to this stuff? You alright? I learned it by watching you! Parents that use podcasts have children that use podcasts. Brought to you by the partnership of the Not Safer Network.